You're listening to The Sikron Show, episode number 30. In this episode, I'm doing a client case study with Lisa Peek. Welcome to The Sikron Show. I'm your host, Sikron, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. In today's episode, I'm doing a client case study with Lisa Peek, who is in my Momentum Mastermind. Lisa started in my mastermind program with the idea to take her offline business online. Before she could launch her first course, she had to work through some mindset and technical challenges. But in the end, she was able to do her very first webinar and her very first launch and earn five figures, all in one go. Lisa is in stage three of the seven stages of a profitable online business. Find out what stage your business is in and the show notes of this episode by going to sigrun.com forward slash 30. I'm so excited to be here with Lisa Peek. This is actually her second time on the show. Uh, First time we did an on-air coaching, but now I've invited her again to do a client case study. This is the first in a a series of client case studies where I want to bring to the audience people that I've worked with and, and just show how reality is, how it is to build an online business and that it's just not all overnight success <laughs> and there is there's some things behind it and I think you will find some wonderful story and we'll start with Lisa that you can relate to it and will hopefully inspire you to build your online business so Lisa thank you for joining me again I'm glad to be here Sigrun thank you for asking me so we want to go back in time where uh, we first connected where you were basically taking your first baby steps into online business and when you look back now, how was that for you? Well, now if I think back, I was fairly naive, I think. I thought it was going to be, you know, click a few buttons here and then you have an online business. <laughs> no, but I was already doing coaching. I coach people in uh, money mindset. And I was already coaching people and doing live events. And I wanted to take what I was doing live and turn that into an online program. And I was looking for somebody to help me figure out how to get that started. And luckily, I found you. (laughs) So Lisa joined my Momentum Mastermind, and we started to work on how to take your, you know, it's good, you know, this is what I suggest too. you know, you need to start somewhere and one on one coaching, you were doing that already, and you were doing the Mm -hmm. live events. So you had that foundation. Now, Mm -hmm. the next step was to take that to a group online course, right? Yeah, yes. Okay. So everybody wants to know, how did you do it? What were the next steps? And I know, well, there was a lot of like in between also just, you know, mindset things and technical hurdles. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Well, I think there were definitely technical hurdles. There was a lot of stuff that I learned 
as I went. I mean, but I'm the type of person I always, I've heard you say also a hundred times, begin with the end in mind. So I set a date. We decided, okay, I'm going to set a date. This is going to be the day that I'm going to launch or I'm going to start this program. And I just said, okay, no matter what, I'm going to figure out how to get there. So I started with building a list, putting myself out there. I had, I did not even have I an did email not list. even have an email list. I, I had never used Active Campaign. I had hardly ever sent a lot of emails before. So I was doing everything. So um, you created a freebie, which is typically what you suggest when someone is building a list. Yes, I did. I started doing Facebook Lives because I love Facebook and I love the interaction that you can have with people on Facebook. So I started doing Facebook Lives and I also started um, learning how to set up uh, like we were talking about setting up something like a landing page to collect email addresses because that's what you want to do. I set up a, I set up a date to have a webinar to have people to set up a masterclass, a mind a money mindset masterclass. And it was so exciting because there were a lot of people that had been listening to my Facebook lives and had been following my journey. And it was so exciting to see how that was all starting to come together, that people were signing up for my for my webinar. They were um, really interested in learning more about my program. So then you if I think back, I remember it was a lot of learning on the fly, because every time um, you take a step, there's a new technology aspect associated with it. So I remember trying to connect my opt-in page to Webinar Jam, you know, but just, you know, that kind of thing. And you think, oh, that's that's so easy. Well, it wasn't. Or um, creating a list, my first list in active campaign. I mean, now I'm thinking, oh, it's no big deal. But that was a big deal. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to set it up. Um, so, but you, you know, had are, this vision, Did, don't yes. you think that having the vision of putting your offline program into an online program, that was the goal. Did you know it would work out? What, like what I, I knew you not would, give up? No, I knew it would work out. I even put up on my wall in my office, a big poster. And I put, my goal was to have a 20 people in my online program. So I put a big poster up on my office wall with space so I could fill in circles every time someone signed up. So, and I could visualize it. I could see the people. I could see how it was going to look like. So I knew it was going to happen. To be honest, I believe that that's really what pulls you because otherwise, if you don't really have a vision that inspires you, a lot of times when you're taking the steps to get there, you really need to have that vision and be really committed to, I mean, I really want to help the people in my program. I mean, that's it. That's why you, that's why you sometimes spend this almost sleepless nights to get all the little details worked out to make sure that it happens. So yeah, yeah, that's absolutely for sure. When we go again back in time, because we are trying to track back as an inspiration for, for the audience to, Okay, you you had a launch and and we're going to talk about your successful launch. But, you know, the steps before, there are a lot of mindset struggles as well, like at the point of where like almost giving up, you know. Well, yeah. Can you talk about that? (laughs) Sure, sure. (laughs) Well, at one point, I kind of had a little bit of a what in the heck am I doing? You know, when you're starting something and you think it's going to be easy, let's be honest. 
And all of a sudden, everything is coming at you. You really, I, you can really start to doubt what you're doing. I mean, and I said I have the vision. I thought there was more than one time that I thought, okay, I'm just going to, my mindset then shifts and thinks, oh, you don't want to do this. It's sort of like protecting you, saying, let's just move on to something else. Let's do something different. I know we talked. I remember I, I, I sent you a couple of emails and said, okay, I'm having sort of a little meltdown here. This is a lot more than I had expected. So, um, and you were great. Thank you very much. So how, yeah. how did how did you how do you think besides being in a mastermind and maybe getting coaching, how do you think you go through that? Like, is it taking a break or is it pushing through or realizing the lizard brain is trying to protect you? Or well, I believe you know. I mean, I coach people on mindset. I believe that actually in those moments, it is actually very important to. And what I did was I really it's going to sound a little woo woo, but I went inside. I really said, okay, wait a minute, time out for a minute. Pushing through is almost like ignoring whatever it is that I'm supposed to be trying to learn. So really what I was trying to learn, what I needed to learn at that moment was that my vision was right. It was just my mindset that was trying to protect me to some extent or keep me in my comfort zone to try and tell me, oh, do something else. That's, that happens a lot to people I know. So. When you said you started out on this journey, you, you probably also thought like, hey, this is only going to take me a few months. <laughs> well, in end effect, it took a bit longer. You're like, I think people often don't realize there is no overnight success and yeah. it takes time. And one of its mindsets, the other one says all the tools you need to learn and strategies mm -hmm. and a new way of marketing. How does its timing, looking back now, does it feel like short now or? no. I underestimated how long, you know, how, how quickly things would move. I figured, okay, I'll do a launch. I'll, you know, and then my numbers will double and double. And by the end of 2017, I'll be helping thousands and thousands of people with my course. That's how, you know, a lot of things that you see online make it seem like that's going to happen. But it's step by step by step. So you can't, and you can't force anything, which is something that I'm learning in my impatient nature is sometimes cooperating and sometimes it's not um, <laughs> you know I, I I want to create big impact so I want it to be you know first this and then this and then this I don't know if you can see my hands but so but um, at the same time it really also takes a lot of focus I remember at the beginning after I had a little you know a little meltdown <laughs> and 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 then we talked and I said okay in 2017, I'm going to launch and deliver this program four times. Okay. And so I did it the first time. And it was it was an amazing feeling after I launched and and it worked. But it really does mean that you have to stay focused because then I, you know, my nature, and I think a lot of our natures as creative entrepreneurs, we want to go then do something different. But if you really want something new, so I've really had to make myself stay focused and commit to learning, you know, improving my sales funnel, improving my freebie, improving my ability to do Facebook lives, improving learning, oh gosh, learning how to do Facebook ads and how you how that all works and how retargeting works and that kind of thing and just really focus on making it better every time so so that the next time I do a launch that it will be it will be the double numbers that I really want to see created yeah I remember when uh, your launch was unfolding and you suddenly said 
I have an online business. Yeah, <laughs> the first time. Yeah, when I when I first the first time somebody pushed the buy button on my sales page, it was like, oh wow, there's money in my account. <laughs> it was very cool to see. And until then, even if you were building a list and everything, you didn't really feel you had an online business until you had a successful launch. Yes, that's true. Yes, that's true. Because, you know, you're doing little bits and pieces, but that's where it all comes together. That's where, where all the work pays off. Okay. So let's dive a little bit into your launch. I guess people are curious. How big was your list when you actually went into launch mode? Well, I think looking back now, I think it was about uh, maybe 100 and 150 people. Those were the people that, you know, that had been to my live events or who were kind of my friends or that kind of thing. That doesn't sound a lot. It's not a lot. It wasn't a lot. So, yeah, let's dive into the launch strategy. It Mm -hmm. was a series of Facebook lives, right? Right. 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 On the different topics of money mindset. Of money mindset. Exactly. It's on abundance and money mindset. So I did different Facebook lives. And I saw that some of the Facebook lives got a lot of reactions and some of them didn't. Yeah. So it was it was interesting to see. And I got a lot of different questions on the Facebook lives, which was extremely helpful for. Oh, um, yes. When you get questions, it's good. Absolutely. And, and the interaction was really important uh, for me. I, so the Facebook lives were a really key element of the strategy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then you retargeted people with the freebie, which was like a money mindset journal. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. It's a money mindset journal. And uh, that helped me build my list. And I think thinking back, the money mindset journal helped me build my list. And then we started moving more towards the long, towards the open cart, open cart and the webinar, the masterclass. Yes. So I I invite. So how many, Mm -hmm. how many people had you by then when you actually opened cart? Do you recall that? Um, Yeah, actually, it was quite a few by that point because I had a lot of signups for my webinar because I had pretty, I had a pretty big following on Facebook. I just didn't have a whole lot of people on my list. So when I started, you know, the journal, and then especially when I said I'm doing a, a money mindset masterclass, I think it was almost about 350 people on my list when I opened cart. Yeah. So that's great also for people to hear. Yeah. It was not thousands, oh, no. you know, but it, you still had added about 200 new people yeah. in this launch phase or, or before you open cart. Yes. And it was interesting. Uh, I want to point that out. So she did a series of Facebook lives retargeting to a freebie, which was a, a journal mm-hmm. or workbook. Mm-hmm. And at the last page of workbook, there was also a link to sign up for the webinar, which is unusual, but was smart for this time period. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. But you also had separate ads for the webinar as well. Yes, I did. Yes, it was a little bit unusual, but it, it was kind of a short time window. So we came up with some little, sort of like a little trick. <laughs> yeah, little trick that they're reading the journal and you kind of get them on the webinar at the same time. Right. So how, how long was the cart open? The cart was open about 10 days. Did you think that was long yeah, or short? I was just reflecting back. That was actually a little bit too long, especially for a first launch, because I kept thinking to myself, okay, what do I do now? The, the key thing, as I've discovered now, the key thing is keeping the momentum. And I remember that after the webinar, I was, I was so tired. I thought, wow, I was so that I thought, okay, wait, but we have to keep momentum because you're building towards, you're building towards your open cart. So, and keeping the momentum when you're, when you have your cart open is also 
very important. And if 10 days is a long time to keep momentum. That's a long time. Yeah. So yeah. going into your next launch, how long is CART going to be to open? Um, it's again, maximum seven days. And I'm actually looking at trying to figure out if I can make it even shorter. So that's, that's what I'm working on now. Yeah. 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 And you had kind of uh, some uh, bonus for fast action takers, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So you already had sales on the webinar or right after the webinar? Right after the webinar. I had people even wow. emailing me to say, I really want to sign up within the 24 hours, but, but I, need to, I need to do this or that. They were so excited. I was, it was really, really an exciting, exciting period. Did that come as a surprise to you? That they wanted to sign up yeah, right away? Like, yeah, it did. Yes, I actually, I had two versions of my program. I had a regular version and a VIP program, VIP version. And the incentive to sign up was that they could have the VIP version of the program for the regular price, oh. which included which included one-on-one -on -one coaching, coaching calls with me. Okay. So that was a very big incentive. Yes. So what were yeah. the pricing of your program, just as a reference for anyone listening, thinking of their own prices? It was a, a seven-week program. And the regular price was $497. Then the VIP program price was um, $997. That was a really big discount. But I really was looking forward to delivering the one-on-one -on -one coaching. So I thought, okay, in that program. So I thought, okay. I'm, this is okay. I really want people to sign up for this. And this was also, you know, for anyone listening, this was your first launch. And, yes. you know, looking back, did it really matter what they paid? No. <laughs> no, it didn't. No, it didn't really. I just wanted to experience the whole launching process and the delivery of an online group program because there's a lot of you know different aspects associated with that it's different than delivering a, a live program with you know 30 to 50 people in front of you it's different when you have people online so I wanted to learn that I wanted to experience and I wanted to prove to myself yes. that it would work yes yeah. and you did you did prove yes. it to yourself I did how many bought in that first uh, early bird window eight people bought Because I was even looking back through my emails and I, I sent an email out because my first initial plan was to have one, you know, you, you have a plan and you say, okay, and if I sell out the first group of 10, then I'll start a new group of 10. And I had sold out almost the whole first group. I was like, wow, okay. How many did you end up selling? Like, you knew, then you had a 10-day window, you had to keep yes. the momentum, the early bird yes. was gone. So. Yes. Um, was a the, little bit more uh, difficult, probably. It was. It was. And I ended up selling 18. And as time goes on, you realize that that momentum is really important to keep that high. Yeah. And possibly, you know, now you had the early bird. So there might be a dip after the early bird is over of people who may not want to join because they missed it. That's true. That is true. And that's why, you know... I, I don't know if money-related incentives are, you know, I'm in a money mindset coach. Money incentives um, for scarcity, I'm actually rethinking for myself whether I actually even like that idea or not. Um, I actually don't think I do. It does, I don't want to play with people's money mindset in their brain. That's not so nice. That's, yeah. Okay. So in the end, you're 18 spots sold on your very yep. first launch. So it was a five-figure launch, right? 
Yes, yes. Yes. And that's amazing for someone who's launching for the first time. Did you realize that you had done something that a lot of other people are not able to do on their first launch? No, I actually really didn't realize that. I really didn't until actually you actually pointed it out to me, I think. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. And it was it was like, oh, wow, this really has potential. This I really like this. This is great. <laughs> so what did yeah. you think it was? Because, you know, how many people actually were signed up? Like you had a 350 people list, mm-hmm. you did a webinar. Yeah. How many people showed up for the webinar? Actually, quite a lot. I think actually 150 people at the maximum were on the webinar. It might have even been close to 200, um, yeah, which so was... that's quite a lot for someone doing their very first webinar. Well, it was. And it was kind of freaking me out, I have to be honest. And anybody that's listening to this who knows me, it was kind of freaking me out. I kept... But um, but remember, I had quite a big following on Facebook yes. of people who were interested in what I was doing already. So, yeah, yeah that yeah. was... Uh, what did you think was the key? I know we've had a special session on this, but I want to share this here with the audience. What were the key, you know, when you were keeping this momentum after the webinar, you mentioned to me, it was this interactions. Like, was that the key point in your conversion and signing up so many people? Yes, it was. Because the one-on-one interaction in the launch through the whole thing was really what made it a success. I, you know, especially if you're going to work with somebody on mindset and you're going to work with somebody as on as an intimate topic as money, you really want to make sure that you click with that person. So I did several QA calls, Q and A calls, live Q and A, so people could directly ask me questions. And every time I felt a momentum dip, I thought, okay, I'm going to say I'm going to do another Q and A. And what was interesting was that every time I did Q and A calls, people signed up for the program because they got their questions answered directly. So that's for me, a key element to building into whatever launches come in the future. Obviously until the numbers get so big that you don't know how to deal with that, but that's technology will help us. I'm sure. Technology helps us. It's scalable in some ways and you can have a virtual assistant helping you out. So congratulations again on your successful first launch, five-figure launch. Now going into the next one, Mm -hmm. what will you do differently? Well, I believe in repeating what works. So, and uh, you definitely would agree with me on that one. So I'm going to do a very similar process. It worked. I will shorten the cart and I want to integrate more technology-related support for that one-on-one interaction. So uh, we've talked about several options to do that, and probably I will implement a messenger bot to make it even easier for people to ask me their questions directly. That's what I want. That's what I really, uh, really like. Well, that sounds fantastic, and we will be watching you, Lisa. (laughs) I already have an idea. I heard this from another podcast friend who also does on-air coaching and client case studies on her podcast is that people are curious. So a few months from today, we might then do another interview to see how where you're at because we love to follow somebody's story. So I hope you're up for that. I'm, I'd be happy to do it. I'd be happy to do it. <laughs> I love to look back. So th- yeah, I'd be glad to. Yeah. So 
Thank you so much. How do people find you online? Yes, they can find me online. My uh, website is theimpactripple.com or on Facebook, Lisa Paik. You can find me. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing your success story, Lisa, and giving people a peek into what it takes to build a successful online business. Thanks, Sigrun. Find out what stage your business is in out of the seven stages of a profitable online business and the show notes of this episode by going to sigrun.com forward slash 30. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe, and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.